What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 206. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today we got my guests Liam and Mikey of Van Cruiser, who are out of uh, Columbia, Maryland, and uh, originally out of Hartford County. Um, they have a new song out, it's called Take You For A Ride, and I featured it on this episode. Um, I would definitely describe their sound as a bit of a throwback to uh, hair metal, but they uh, definitely got some modern elements in there as well, so hopefully you like it. You can find the song wherever you stream or download music. Um, in our conversation, we talked about all the stuff that they've been up to, including uh, the new songs, but also the uh, new cities that they've been going to and playing, including Nashville and uh, New York City. Um, the guys are still fairly young, so they got a lot of good years ahead of them. Uh, so you should be able to look out for good things to come. It looks like the whole album is about ready to drop. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you yourself are doing well wherever you're listening in from. Uh, staying positive, staying sane, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, in the podcast world, this is uh, the big week. This is the second annual part-time Rockstar Fest that's happening this Saturday, June 3rd. At my favorite bar, uh, Fishhead Cantina, up in Arbutus or Hailthorpe, whatever you want to call it. And it's uh, 4 to midnight, it's 10 bucks at the door. There is no online ticket link, but uh, you can pay with a card or whatever when you get there. But yeah, uh, a lot of bands on the bill. Uh, everybody's getting stoked. Um, Hollow Truths go on at 9. Uh, we got the Big Laird Band uh, headlining, doing an all grunge set. Uh, we got the Viper Bros in there co headlining as well. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, if you're in town, you can come out. Should be a good time. Uh, have some beers and all that stuff. Uh, only other few things I usually mention is there is merch for the show on the Shopify link in the episode notes. Uh, also, we're doing video around town under the guys, uh, part-time Rockstar Productions, hooking up music videos for anybody who needs them, and then uh, the sponsor of the show, it's Truly Strings Guitar Shop, based out of Laurel, Maryland. And you can find Truly Strings on uh, Instagram, it's the main thing, and there's also an email if your guitars need a tweak or two. Uh, but anyway, uh, today is incidentally my birthday, so I'm probably going to go out have a few margaritas. But uh, I just want to say uh, thanks to everybody for listening to the show and supporting local music. Have uh, a good rest of your week. But yeah, I'm Brett, so I didn't say that before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good to see you again. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah nice to meet you, man. And uh, you are Liam and... Mikey. Liam and Mikey? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Right on. Are you guys brothers? No, no we're not. Uh, yeah. was... people, a lot of people have been asking that, which is actually funny, because now my actual brother is in the band now, so... Oh, okay, that's awesome. Makes it interesting. And then his brother... 
helps out a lot and everyone thinks he his brother's in the band so we'd like to uh just confuse the hell out of people <laughs> yeah i feel like if you just shaved there you might be very very close yeah i yeah, it could be maybe in person it's different though yeah that's cool how long have you guys been friends yeah like uh like close to 10 years like yeah. a, i think 11 years actually yeah you don't spend hell every day. <laughs> yeah. It looks like you guys have been doing music stuff since like 2019 together. No, we've been, well, we've been playing together since 2015. We've been like, is when we, so when we were like 13 is when we kind of like, were like, hey, and we'd already been friends for a while at that yeah. point. Like for probably like close to five years at that point we were like hey yeah we both like aerosmith <laughs> let's learn guitar together yeah. yeah that's not really how it went but yeah it's like yeah and then fast forward a couple of years and then we formed the band in 2016 and then we put out the ep in 2019 so i guess 2019 is when we like started to like get out there a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely yeah. thing I'm, I'm just going off Spotify. That's when I assume everyone's. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone, right. you're not a, you're not officially a band, I think, until it's on Spotify. Yeah, or, no, you're definitely right. To be honest, so. or maybe SoundCloud. I don't know. Whatever you guys. I was got. gonna say SoundCloud is the way to go. Not a lot of people realize in rock music because, like, people around our age, like, some people like they only use Spotify. Yeah, I guess I am kind of a little elitist in the sense that when people send me SoundCloud links, I'm like, nah, you're not a real band yet. Call me when you're on Spotify. (laughs) We are on SoundCloud. We made sure that we're like, yeah, it's like real kid and that shit. They don't include SoundCloud. Yeah. So we put it on SoundCloud. No, you definitely should for sure. Put it on everything. Put it on Pornhub. Put it on OnlyFans. Just wherever (laughs) you, wherever you can get it. Um, but yeah, it is called "Take You for a Ride." It might actually do well in Porno. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. I know a lot of bands upload their music videos on theirs for some stupid reason, but <laughs> yeah, as if anyone wanted it there. <laughs> yep, just what you're looking for—some hairy dudes in a band jamming yeah. out. I'm sure that's well, someone's. I'm sure someone's happy to see that on there. Someone's fetish. Yeah, yeah. unless you're like Flea and just. Wearing a sock or something in the music right, video. Right. Well, I'll probably uh, do it again. Probably pretty well, but the yeah. slider over there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, besides uh, being naked on stage and all that, um, I feel like probably talk about more normal stuff that you guys are up to. Yeah. Um, Bad idea. Your uh, your bio says you're from the lonely hills of Harford County, which uh, is kind of funny. You guys are up in the. Yeah. Up in the sticks, up in the farm country. Well, actually, we should probably update that because yeah. that thing, that is, I mean, it's a fine bio, I guess. Except it's really not. It's kind of, it's, it's an ambitious bio. Yeah. You know? And uh, but for the Lonely Hills part, I mean, there's some hills in Harper County, and there's like not a lot of people there, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. We don't live more either, so yeah. another reason to uh. <laughs> Did you guys get closer to the city? Yeah. Columbia. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. 
pretty nice. Any DC show or Baltimore show is just like nothing now. Yeah. Well, I'm just down the street. I'm over in Laurel. So. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I might have to put you in touch too with the uh, the guy that I like recording with because his uh, studio's over off 29, kind of in that ballpark. On 29, yeah, still right where we live off of that. So yeah. Hopefully, uh, no one comes to our house now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to divulge exact address details. Yeah, no, there's we, like a uh, couple of houses around that kind of have like a stern tip. <laughs> we know all your crazy ass fans are gonna come track you down. Oh yeah, all of them. They're crazy too. I don't know. Sheesh. Yeah, you never know. Maybe down the down the road, get a big hit here. We'll see. We'll come find you. Well, hopefully, if that happens, this won't be where we're living. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, my uh, my I guess friend slash ex drummer. He does uh, solo stuff now, and he has a Facebook group with a bunch of fans in it. And they do try to f- constantly find his address, like all the time. It's really yeah. funny. He uh, like he'll like post his old addresses once he's moved and be like, "Ha, I'm not there anymore." <laughs> it's not hard. It's really not hard to find people's address. Uh, you just gotta like have nope. common sense. To the internet. Yeah, we would know too. So yeah, we would be careful out there. Wait, yeah, you guys are you guys are stalking. You know, you know, we see her in there. Yeah, yeah. every now and then. I mean, nothing yeah. too bad. Not on social media, like in person. Like we love. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Typical peeping toms. Yeah. yeah. You know. Fair enough. A little voyeurism is normal in this day yeah, and age, would. I suppose. Um. Yeah, we gotta keep this thing uh, on the rails here. It keeps going off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Music. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, the song, I guess, of the day is, uh, Take You For A Ride, which, uh, did you release the EP all at once? I mean, it looks like you did, but I know some, some people release yeah. songs at one at a time, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just all at once, uh, yeah, recorded in two days and just released all at once. A very, very simple project, so. Uh, that's, that's a quick turnaround. That's kind of fun. Yeah, no, we just, my uncle owns a studio in New Jersey, and, uh, well, it's a home studio, uh, and he just, re- he does a lot of recording, um, and yet he just offered to do it for us for free, and that was it, we just drove up, we were 17 at the time, I know I was 17, I think I was 18, we were still in high school though, yeah. and uh, we just rode up, we got, we were, got a rental for the weekend, just like, uh, house and we just smoked cigarettes and drank beer and then we would go and record so it's very nice. very good project yeah that's cool i was about to say you're old enough to buy weed but not old enough to buy beer which is the great yeah the great irony i suppose of my high school days but uh, yeah right <laughs> but uh no that, that sounds like a lot of fun um i mean the recording sounded killer sounded really pro i always feel like the drums are the drums and vocals are the most important thing but you know, mm-hmm. definitely um, the, when you hear like a, a solid drum track, you know, how well or not well, maybe it was recorded. But, oh, for um, sure. Um, sounds polished, so that's cool. And it also sounds straight out of the 80s, so I got to like bring that up. Yeah, obviously. yeah. We're definitely very, uh, liked uh, a lot of that stuff. That's, uh, that's what I want to say about it is that EP, like, I like it. We all like it. It's, it's fine, but like, 
mm-hmm. the album coming out with now and that we've been mixing and it's i mean i don't want to say it's close to done but we're probably going to release it here in the next few months nice is, in my opinion i think everybody else's opinion way better than anything on the ep and like mm-hmm. i mean just the songwriting i'm not i'm not talking about like recording quality or anything yeah. like talking about like the quality of the songs is far better yeah i would say it and the recording's great too but yeah i'm just saying songs the uh yeah it, it's still like it still sounds like us like who we are but i think we just you know like i said we were like 17 when we recorded the ep and i think we just at least from my point of view like just listened to a lot more music since then and you know we've had half the band from the EP is gone now so we have like a whole different rhythm section and it's just yeah. I'm excited for people to hear it who have only heard the EP because it'll be interesting for people to be like oh wow this is what they're doing now I mean obviously if you come see us live we you know these songs already a lot of them but mm. it should be cool yeah I mean you can certainly crush it on the cover band circuit you got that kind of voice for those uh, yeah. those those older hits oh um, yeah so I mean, it's cool that you were able to do that at 17 already. Um, I'm yeah. sure the, the, the songwriting comes with the tales that you tell, I suppose, and life experience and all that. So the more trouble you can get into, the better, probably. Exactly. Um, Definitely. And also, just the more you do it, like the more songs yeah. you write, it's like comes more to you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was like, when I was 17, I don't know realistically how good of a song I could have written because like yeah well the only thing I knew about was like nothing <laughs> right. it was like, I mean just like about like having fun basically and I think yeah. the lyrics kind of reflect that mm. on like a song like take you for the ride but um yeah so it was interesting you still look like you're 17 so um... well yeah I'm trying I'm trying to keep that for as long as I can so. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I was a guitar nerd my entire life and definitely too afraid to try to sing or write songs. And I think in part I did have some level of awareness that I didn't think I'd have enough like stories that'd be good enough yeah. to tell about the age of 25, which incidentally is when I started being more interested in like trying. But Yeah. Um yeah, that's um pretty much the same thing that happened to me as I uh was literally just like guitar nerd i mean i literally just sat in my room all day and played i mean just like yeah. playing guitar solos basically or not just solos we just like playing guitar yeah. and then i like yeah i want to start singing and so then that for like the next two and a half years that became like my thing it's like i'm gonna like really learn how to sing well and uh that's that put the effort into that and i think it definitely reflects on the upcoming album more so than the EP, and now I'm kind of where I'm at is just you know, more into songwriting. So, yeah. But I think it's a it's a necessary step to take, you know, to you know, when you're younger to like hone your like skills as like an instrumentalist, maybe, and then you can use those skills to like create songs, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think Rick Rubin. I just read his book, and some other people have kind of said that you know you. You got to build up as much talent, as much theory, as much whatever yeah. you, you can so that eventually it's a, more of a background skill almost that you can call upon uh-huh. rather yeah. than have to like consciously put a lot of effort into or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, I but, think it's a, it's cool too to like learn it like 
just kind of like naturally as it happens because if you're just doing it you're gonna get better and like it's gonna come to you and i don't know that's just like the way it kind of felt at least for me like all of it just slowly built up and slowly happened i'm obviously i'm not anywhere near as good or like as i want to be but like oh yeah you can feel yourself building like everything yeah. if you look back at old stuff and you look at what you're doing now and stuff it's just cool to be like oh yeah it's pretty yeah. natural build exactly until you reach a certain point and then you start feeling like you're getting worse like me <laughs> yeah. i think i peaked somewhere in my guitar ability around like 23 and ever since then i don't know maybe it's the drinking my my, my playing just like kind of falling off maybe a little i don't know <laughs> i feel like it always feels like you're like at a plateau though but then again yeah. back at what you're doing now in like six months you'll be like oh no like yeah yeah i can still see there's some growth there yeah sure for me it was just like when i was fucking 15 i could be like yeah i'm gonna learn this uh right this like eddie van halen so uh, exactly i i can't and now it's like and now it's so hard to learn like new yeah, stuff well now i'm like i'm probably not gonna do that because like i have other stuff to do but if i do try it it'll probably be easier for me to do now because i like and eh, like yeah even if I'm not as like technically like as polished, I like have more knowledge about music. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's true. I feel like my, you know, neural synapses have like calcified now. So when I sit down to learn something new, like my playing style and patterns are so just built in now that it's very difficult to like get out of that, which is probably a pro and a con. Because you can kind of yeah. say, well, I have my style now, man. You know, it's just the way I play. But you don't yeah, tell yeah. You, you don't tell people that you actually can't deviate from your style very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like what I feel like. So many successful like, musicians that it is like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. I got their style and it works. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like when you hear a Santana solo, like you pretty much know it's Santana or whatever. You know, so. you're not thinking like, damn. This guy should try to do something else. Yeah. Like, wild. Yeah, this yeah. Is great. So, yeah. I, I kind of come from the dime bag Daryl school of whatever. I'm just, you know. Yeah, go uh, for it. Uh, a little major, a little minor, you know. Take, yeah, a, yeah. take a shot of Crown Royal, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, it works for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. Um, so what? what are you guys writing about now? I mean, I know that we're kind of here to promote what is currently on the internet, so we could kind of talk a little bit about that, but maybe what's, uh, what are you writing about now as opposed to what you were writing about then? Um, well, I, when I was younger, I wrote more, but I wrote from more of a perspective of, uh, uh, like, okay, what, like, what's this thing that I, I like right now? Let me try and do a version of what I like. And now I think, I don't know. I personally like to write about like just kind of like uh, life, more or less. Like I, you know, fairly nebulous answer, but yeah, just like observe, like observational things. I would say, yeah, and, like character studies almost. People not that's, necessarily even know, just like that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like a lot of stuff that we'll do, I guess, but. Like when I'm writing stuff, it's cool to like write not from the, like even my perspective, but I'm like a character. Like it's kind of yeah. the same. You know, author writing a story, like 
Stephen yeah. King has experienced any of the stuff he's written about, but he's like writing characters and like doing it from their perspective. And I kind of look at it the same for songs. Like, yeah, if you come up with a cool concept and you can kind of like tap into it to sound yeah. happy, but like, yeah, you can yeah. just write a character and get something cool out of it. Yeah. But also, uh, I, I, I practiced, uh, like just like getting into the habit of doing it when you're not even. So I read a, a book by uh, Jeff Tweedy. I don't know if you know who he is. He's the singer in Wilco. Um, and he had an interesting songwriting book that he just said, like, hey, I just do it. He's like, he's like, I like, even if you have writer's block, you can still physically write something, even if you don't like it. And just to do it, just to get into the habit. So I just. Yeah. 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 I think that that goes back to um, what you were kind of saying before about building up skill. And maybe for a lot of people, songwriting is a skill or a craft that they work on like later as an exercise. Prior to that, it's just wanking guitar scales, you know? Oh, Something yeah, like for that. sure. So, Which, yeah, I just found the book. I'm a, I'm a big reader, so I'll... Yeah, dude, check it out. It's, I'll uh, probably uh, order it here. He's a very prolific songwriter. Um, yeah. Like, whether it's someone's style or not, like, I find that, like, I just am, like, Pretty generally, I'm more interested in people who like are able to put out a lot of shit. I yeah. feel like I'm like, damn, they're very like prolific. It impresses me, I guess. Uh, so I, I just find it interesting, yeah. like getting to someone like that. Yeah, who are some of you guys' other um, influences outside of Poison? Obviously, probably being your heroes, Brett Michaels, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the, t- at, the, at the time, we were definitely really into like. Guns and Roses, hell yeah, like our shit. Uh, Funniest book of all time, I think, is either Ozzy's or Slash's. Really? Yeah, I gotta read those because I I hear about those. I've never laughed so hard just reading a book. So just throwing that out there. Anyway, read Zach Wilds. That that's an interesting man. Oh yeah, I don't know if I did. I think I forgot to read that one. This that is something. That one goofy. All right, I got two books on the list now. Now, wait, 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 what? I'm sorry. Just influences, yeah. Oh shit. Um, I'd say uh, the big ones that I always other than like, rat, rat. <laughs> I love that. Um, no, I say the biggest ones are like definitely like Zeppelin's up there. Yeah. Thin big. But we also have like a lot of like random influences. Just like honestly, even, like David Bowie too, to an extent. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, trying to think. It's, there's a lot on there because like the album, the songs are like different. They have different influences. Yeah, so, like the yeah. real rocky ones, you can hear. Like I said, like Zeppelin and Thin Lizzy and stuff. But then there's like more R and B inspired stuff and more like um, even some like Southern rock stuff to an extent. Yeah. You know, it it kind of just it might just on. it might just be because of the vocals. But man, I just hear like Skid Row or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, well, hey, that's like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely excited uh, for people to hear what we got coming out. So, because yeah. I do, I do think it, I, I think there's still some elements of that for sure. Because, yeah, but you got- I, I'm excited for people to hear it, dude. Because you sure definitely have to into something else. You sure you're not gonna be like rocking spandex soon and bringing hair metal back? Because I'd be. I don't know. We might. It's, you know, said if look if someone in Las Vegas calls us, I I'm <laughs> I would- not trying to do a day job my whole life. Yeah. If you guys were willing to do it, I would 
pay you at least 300 three to 500 bucks for a hair metal set mm-hmm. at a show. Do so we have to wear your venom decks? Definitely. It's part of it, man. It's it's like method acting. And now this has got a point. Can they be cheetah print at the very least? There must definitely has to be cheetah print, man. As and again, I have somewhat of a you know background in this myself, or I wouldn't make anyone else do it. But I was Slash for a long time in a GNR tribute band. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I, I uh, honestly, to be honest, the only cover band I've ever been in in my life was a funk R&B cover band. I just played guitar. Yeah. For a few months, and then. I was like, fuck, I'm so fucking busy. I can't do it. And I had the bands. I was like, but I learned a lot because they were like, I was would like try my hardest to learn the shit note for note. Yeah. And no matter what I do, they were like, they were not, not, I saw, it was like a mixed mess. Like, like most people really liked me because I had a different background, but it was like, damn, I need to like, they, I, they can tell I'm faking my way through this because I'm not used to it. There's yeah. a thing experience and I, I, we started as a core band though too that's true as well like yeah started playing those four hour bar sets and playing you know like neighborhood parties and stuff yeah. like that like playing all the classic rock stuff so yeah we definitely got that out of our system for now at least yeah i would like to say that i did but that's a lot of what i do still just, yeah it's still yeah. fun yeah and, and you make more money doing that than you do playing live music, or I mean, original music. So that's for damn yeah. sure. And we still do. Mikey and I, I do it by my own a lot. Uh, we still do like acoustic shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little, just locally, though. I mean, like, because with with Cruiser, we've been like, we've been like going crazy. We've like we played in Nashville two weekends ago. We're playing in New York this weekend. So we just nice. have been. Like, and we're like self-managed right now. I mean, we I've I personally would like to love to change that, but we have been able to do a lot on our own. Like, yeah. where are you playing in uh, New York City? Playing it's called a uh, Rockwood Music Hall. It's in the Lower East Side. Yeah, seems like pretty good place. Honestly. Yeah, do you know which stage? I just played there last or two months ago, I think. Oh damn! Oh yeah, yeah. I think we might be actually talking, but uh, it's a stage one. Okay. Yeah, so you're still on the guitar hero level that I am, you know. <laughs> it's the because there's three stages there. Yeah, I so, think we were we were trying for stage two, but it was like booked that night because. Yeah. But one of the other bands we're playing with was like, "Oh yeah, we should definitely get stage two, but no dice." Yeah, without getting into the politics of it, it's like also potentially a less risky maneuver to just play stage one because you're not on the mm-hmm. hook for anything financially. That's which, true. The point's true. Um, yeah, that's why we're always trying to hit up other bands because, like, yeah, that we like. For example, okay, I'm not gonna without throwing anyone under the bus here. We did a show in, in well, you don't have to say the city if it's we did. We played a show in somewhere near where both of us live in a city that's near <laughs> where both of us live, and it was at a venue that I'm pretty sure we even may have played at with you, and Probably. uh. We had an Atlanta band come as like a favor, yeah. And and yeah, they was it. They didn't sell any tickets because they were from Atlanta. And right. It was like, I was like, yeah, of course they didn't sell any tickets because they're from Atlanta. But that's like, so 
yeah, we try and like get other bands involved where it's like, um, you know, just like going to be beneficial for everybody because, you know, yeah. maybe they'll enjoy us and, and they'll bring a crowd for us. And maybe, you know, we can even help them out in the future, you know, because yeah. I would say yeah. 90, like 75% of the bands we play with, we usually stay in touch with, you know. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was going to say something along those lines too. I mean, really, like all the other bands that we play with are, I mean, it goes without saying, we wouldn't be able to play these shows in other cities without the other bands helping us out and uh, helping yeah. us like, find the right venues, talk to the right people and all that stuff. And just obviously playing is huge too. So the other bands are really what makes all the traveling and stuff like that possible. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. if you can do a swap, that's like the best way to make yeah. band friends for sure. Play their city and then um, they, you try to find a show for them when they come down. Yeah, yep. and that's what, yeah, we try to do that with anybody who asks us or anybody who wants to do that. And usually, like, when we're talking to bands, like, right out the gate, we're like, oh, yeah, we're looking for, we want to play a show up here, here. And then if you guys have any interest in coming down around Baltimore, we'll help you yeah. guys get a show. It's like, again, like you said, fair deal. You make some cool friends and have some good times. Yeah, yeah, man. I think you guys are already off to the races on a good track. Lately, my lately my favorite place to play has been Philly. There's just so many like cool people and like good bands. I just call it Baltimore North. Yeah, it's just it's just a bigger version, bigger version of Philly. That's all it is. Really? I mean, a bigger bigger version of Baltimore. Sorry, yeah, not much remember. Yeah. yeah, we played in Philly for sure. I'd say, and uh, yeah, but honestly, we could play there more. That's, that's for being so close. Like, it's so easy. It's like yeah. I don't know. And yeah, we played like other places that are like farther and harder to get to more than we played Philly and it's like we've kind of been neglecting even though it's like yeah one of the places around yeah but, I mean we also like traveling mm -hmm. so I think like we are always like very ambitious we're like yeah let's play in Chicago right yeah yeah we'll take our band from 1993 out there and <laughs> for the best hell but, yeah I mean it's down it's, it's we all enjoy it because it's like Going back to like circling what Mikey was saying earlier about like pro progressing throughout time, it's like I told myself when I was younger, like, hey, like you guys would like actually be like doing this. I'd be like, damn, that's impressive. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd be happy at 15 to hear it. I hope. Pretty yeah. sure. Hell yeah. It's all about making your 15 year old self stoked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a really healthy yeah. basis for all your choices in life. <laughs> hey. I uh, got uh, Zach Wild where he is, so you know exactly. Dime bag and all the rest of them. Yeah. But uh, how far did you guys or have you gotten thus far? Like farthest place away, or yeah, just geographically. Um, the farthest place we played right now is probably Nashville or Atlanta, but like we yeah. kind of we were at the where we're going out more to the Midwest. I think in the fall is what we're nice. planning to. Do. Maybe do Indianapolis, Chicago, stuff like that. Yeah. But our main focus right now is to get this damn album out. Yeah. It's been in like yeah. two years of the making, and it's honestly not, we did not expect it to take this long. Yeah. So yeah. we really, I think our main goal as a band is to release this and then be prolific. Yeah. We did yeah. literally this one twice, no exaggeration. Yeah, we recorded this album all the way through twice. So yeah. That would be. I mean, I know you'll probably never let it really surface on the internet, but it would be cool to hear, like, the, you know, 
first version the demo of like a song oh yeah no that would be dope but versus I like where it ended up if yeah. for no other reasons than, than like just for the sake of art you know yeah like, no i think we definitely will do that to try and rip people off uh 50 uh, down the line um and charge a lot of money yeah. but uh no i definitely would want to it's like yeah. uh, i think the the new the recent version that we're actually going to put out is like way performance wise at the end production too but performance wise it is like years better oh, i mean that's cool my friend scott uh he pro- like co-produced it with us um and he just like was like you guys he like was what we needed because before we were self completely self-producing it and our friend scott just like was like you guys are gonna get these takes good like you're not good like i well, like we've re-recorded so much shit on it it's like we just like yeah. re- try to get it good no i mean i'm excited you guys uh don't lack for talent so they're Yes, thank that, you, man. That's not your, uh, not your shortcoming at all. Um, as a fellow guitar player and all that, so you guys are, are doing all right there. Just be interested to see, like you know, where you want to take songwriting is probably the big thing. Even, like, I mean, getting ahead of ourselves, but even the songs that we've already written after this album, I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, I want people to hear these already too. So yeah. And they do, they will if they coast live. I mean, we're always like, I kind of like describe us, we're kind of like the hard rock jam band now. Like, we will like, like, we're definitely like a hard rock band. There's no doubt about it. Like, that's like our main thing, but we jam out a lot now. And we like, we'll we'll switch the setup every night. Like, if anything, to keep it interesting for ourselves. But like, I like, just like, I, I like would grow up, like, you know, being into people like Bruce Springsteen, people like that who like, yeah. and like, well, they'll just jack the set up every night and like play for a long ass time. People like that, and even like yeah. Grateful Dead and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you guys um, would definitely vibe with uh, one of my friends' bands. Um, they're a little younger than me, but um, they're called It Wants in College Park. And I actually met Elijah, one of their guys, uh, while we were working on an ambulance together, which was funny as shit to me. Because <laughs> for the first half of the shift, we didn't really like talk too much to each other. But I like I just assumed like he was into doing acid or whatever. But I didn't really like think too much about it. And then eventually, something came up about music, and was like, "Holy fuck, you're in a band too!" And then I was yeah. like, "All right, we're friends now." But anyway, yeah. um, I feel like you guys would they're they're a different genre, but on the on the jam level, I feel like you guys would connect for sure. Wow, for sure, and cool. Um. So, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, what were they called again? They're called It Wants, and I think their handle on Instagram is It Wants the Band or something like that. But I'll it, follow it right now. If for some reason you can't find them, obviously you got my number. So, it wants a band. It Wants the Band, I believe, is their yeah. handle. Found them. Yep. You can probably hit them up. I'm sure they'd be down to swap oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do a house party in College Park or whatever it is yeah. they're doing. House parties are fun. Exactly. Um, I guess the last uh, last question was going to be about shows coming up, but prior to that question, I'll just go with uh, what do you think the difference was between like you said, you know, the EP was like a three three day affair almost. Two days, yeah. 
because we we were in school, so we had to be back yeah. on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. like, maybe a better question is like, what is your perspective then on that process versus a two year process? Like two days, I two think, years, it's kind of wild. I think the, I think the best way I can describe it is the EP was like youthful energy and like right place, right time kind of a vibe. And this place, this is um, more like the new one is more like youthful energy, but maybe a little more wisdom and a lot more hard work involved and a lot more like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like we, it's a two, it's a two day process versus a two year process. Right. That's basically what I'm saying is like, it was like time to grow up and be like, look, if we want this album to come out, we got to like grind our ass off to make it work. And also, yeah, and we're, it's, we're more hands on with this one too. Like yeah. the EP, we like, it's not like we didn't have any say in a mix or anything like that, but like since we were in Maryland, Ugh. he was in Jersey, like we could only communicate mixes and stuff over like email and, you know, he's not going to mix it 27 times. And, yeah. So, but the, with this one, we're working directly with the guy, every mix we're there and like saying, no, do this, do that, do that, blah, blah, blah. And he's saying, okay, what about this, blah, blah. So it's like more of like a legitimate, not legitimate, but like yeah. hands direct producing and mixing process. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, usually I kind of wind it down with, um, you know, as you can see there on the little ticker of the, the hope, the, Fucking the, the, the poor man's Zoom, because I refuse to pay those bastards. But anyway, well, di- different conversation. Um, you guys uh, have some shows probably coming up, and I imagine you might want to mention those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this Friday, except we're playing at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City. Oh, that, that's this Friday? That's this Friday, yep. Oh, shit. Maybe I can get maybe I can get this out for you prior to that. Um, maybe no, well. No promises. Hey, but... give it at your own pace. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, but if so, this Friday, if you're in New York, go to Rockwood Music Hall on Friday at 9 p.m. And then Saturday, we're at Pino's in Highland Park, New Jersey. What is that, like a winery or something like that? Hard, uh, we're hard, here. hard Rock. Hard Rock yeah. at the winery. Nice. Yeah, it is definitely a venue, though. Yeah. Um, and then I think the next May 26th will be a vintage vinyl in Bel Air some point at night. I think that might also start at 8 o'clock, yeah. Uh, and then after that, what we got? June 10th in Washington, D.C. at the Pocket. And then June 9th. June 9th. Yeah, June 9th at D.C. at the Pocket. And then July 4th, we're playing in Boston. That's pretty cool. All the relevant ones right now. Hey, we're playing in Atlanta at the end of August, August 25th, I believe. And then, But I think we'll probably... Uh, it'll be nothing. Like, we've been going pretty hard with shows... So yeah. we were really gonna like try to get this album put out for the summer. Right. Take like a month or so of like playing only a couple shows and not trying to do it like every fucking day of the weekend. Yeah. 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 I know the feeling. Well, I'll be looking forward to the new album, and obviously yeah, you can yeah. drop me a line when it comes out. Definitely, the... dude. And uh, if you ever trouble to play a show with us, man. Definitely. Okay. If we do an album release or something, yeah, be, uh... dude, that'd be and awesome. We're definitely going to do an album release yeah. too. We just gotta find out where. Yeah, I mean, I got I I got ideas. 
That's for sure. Right, man. You will so, definitely be. Yeah. Metro eight by ten fish head, you know sidebar. Yeah. If that ever comes back, which God willing, it will. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to the sidebar. I heard a story <laughs> about a lettuce fight there at one point, but that I can yeah. do for the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I didn't know the sidebar was in the wire until I watched the wire. I didn't know that either. I've never seen the wire. Yeah, though. and then this stuff. Whenever a cop dies, they put the dead cop's body like on the pool table, and all the cops go get drunk in the bar. And I was like watching it, and and I was like, that looks like the sidebar, and sure as shit, like it was. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. I'll get this edited up. It was a pleasure uh, talking to you guys. And uh, yeah, man, definitely, against- definitely down to to get a show together or anything like that. Um, Hell yeah, dude! Nice chatting you up. Yeah, but um, obviously Zoom's gonna kick us off. But I'm actually uh, headed to a a seven o'clock puck drop, playing some hockey. Anyway, so hell yeah, man! Always do. Good luck out there. <laughs> Just try not to get hurt or hurt the. Uh, Hurt the enemy, I suppose. Well, <laughs> okay, she needs <laughs> All right, man. I'll be, definitely be in touch and um, send me those MP3s for whatever you want on this episode. Okay. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. All right. Rock and roll, Rastafari. Later. <laughs> See you.